Well, this is from the first movie, so. James Brown sounds like a child. Uh, I'll turn my chain off. What's up, Jasp? This is what we're in for. We are in for the pitch knob. Oh, I need to. I need to order one of these. Can you imagine the bedlam it would be to edit one of these if we all had our own little soundboard thingy? Oh, I would editing. Bedlam. That should be like our. That should be like our our five year anniversary episode. All of us just have one of those and just. Uh, you know we've been doing this for like four years, right? Yes, I saw that the other day. <laughs> I was like, we've been doing this for four years. I will do the entire show like Arnold. I will do it. I will do it like little baby. <laughs> Go and get your mother. So the <clears throat> the tale of two sequels. Yes. Yes. All right, so what? Coming to America. <clears throat> yes. First one came out in 1988. And then Bill and Ted. First one came out. I don't even think it was the 80s, was it? Excellent Adventure, 1989. So, yeah, oh, 1988 okay. and 1989. Wow, How so about yeah, that? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, what? Did I just hear a, no. a orc? Yeah, a he did. Jared's phone. <laughs> no, you heard, you, you heard a peasant. What? what? Oh, okay. No. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't have my phone muted yet. Professionals. So what what thirty year sequel would you like to see that they haven't made yet? Oh that, that's a that's a great <sighs> idea. Uh, the Punisher movie from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that the dude that was in Highlander? That Deliverance. one or the one oh, the one before that. Uh, the first one, yeah, the very first one. Yeah. How about um, Flight of the Navigator? Oh, that would be yeah. really badass. Be, I'm surprised they haven't remade that. Quite honestly, you know we're getting one this summer, right? <laughs> what? Top Gun. What? Yeah, yes, yeah. Dude, I'm actually. I don't care. Judge all you want. I'm excited to shoot <laughs> for that movie. <laughs> why? Why would I judge? I want to see it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, we all. Good. Oh yeah. All, I mean, we all grew up loving that stupid movie. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I don't know. What about uh, the last Starfighter? Like a sequel like, to that? Yeah. That might be cool. I thought they were working on one, or it was in the very early stages. And then the other one that I think would be awesome to have a sequel to, oh, it'd probably be a more more. Let me look it up. Yeah. Et would almost. It would almost be a forty-year sequel. You could do ET, yeah. ET. I would love to see a sequel of Enemy Mine. What was that one? Enemy. That's Mine. the one where he crashes um, on. There's the tracks and the humans are fighting each other. Remember with Lewis Gossett Jr. Oh, no. Screw your Mickey Mouse. Yes, I don't think I've, I've seen that, that movie. Since I was oh a my kid. god, dude! It's a fantastic movie. Enemy Mine. <laughs> Yeah, it's got Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. plays an alien. The alien race is called the Drax. And basically, yeah. Dennis Quaid and he are dogfighting, and they crash land on this abandoned planet. Well, it's not really an abandoned oh, planet. It's like oh, a mining on. world. Okay, yeah. And they actually have to befriend each other and, like... <clears throat> I just saw the movie together. poster. I remember that. Very vaguely, but I remember that. I have famously huge turds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that a different Drax? I'm sorry. That's that's not a sequel. <laughs> now I that would, actually was a sequel. Well, that it? was, but <laughs> the next movie he's in is not. <laughs> now this I'm isn't all, this uh, podcast, <laughs> but I would have said Karate Kid, but the series has done a way better job of it than a, a movie could have done it. Cobra Kai. I haven't started watching Cobra Kai. Yet. I I'm looking either. forward to that. I, I, I will. I will not say anymore. You will like it. I, I I'm like sure it. I will. Just... <clears throat> But anyway, it's funny. I'm looking through a list of a bunch of 80s uh, movies, and like, seriously, the best ones already have. They already have some sort of sequel. Yeah, I think Paul Rudd should cash in on his current fame and redo and do a sequel to Mac and Me. That'd be cool. (laughs) That was a terrible movie. (laughs) But okay, now we're talking coming to America too. 
and we're talking yes. Bill and Ted Face the Music. Uh, yes. If, quick spoiler, Bill and Ted Face the Music is not a good movie, but I still enjoyed it. So my <laughs> the first is, two were not good movies. Either. Well, really the, bad <laughs> movies, and it's all right. <laughs> I mean, that, well, I was going to say, you're saying that's not a good movie, but the for, it was on par with the first ones. Right, and they See, weren't good, but I still love them is, all. This is where I disagree with you guys. The first one was a fantastic movie. It was a fa- I mean, it really was a fantastic movie. Let's be real here. There was not much like it going on back then. I mean, obviously, there was a bunch of timey-wimey stuff in movies back then, but as far as that goes, I like the first one. The first one's pure gold. The second one is an awful movie, but hilarious, so it's redeeming. I'm sorry, but Bill and Ted Face the Music is just a 97-minute train wreck of (laughs) god-awful. And there's actual scenes in the movie where you can see on the actors' faces, they're like, why am I doing this? (laughs) Money. Well, that's the thing. Most of them are saying, why am I doing this? Alex Winter is saying, thank you, God. (laughs) <laughs> and John Wick is like this was a good idea at the start dude is it just me or did he look really weird like he looked like he had way too much makeup on through the entirety uh, of this movie that's because yeah, he doesn't because... look as old as they wanted him to look so they ma- makeuped him up like crazy makeuped him yes, yes. they made him up like, <laughs> is that, so is that really what it was villain. oh yeah I could tell like <laughs> well it's that and Keanu Reeves has had a beard for the last 25 years so that's true. Yeah, that's true. At, at, at various true. stages of, of growth. He's Adam, are you having technical difficulties again? Can you hear me? Yeah. I hear you. Oh, I, I can now. I thought there was some weird feedback I was getting, and I thought maybe that you would cut out again. Sorry. Lame. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. You know what? I think mm. I think that's it. It's not the makeup. It's the fact that I've, I wonder I've not seen it without a beard for so long. Cool. All right, uh, just to answer Jared, there's already three Dundee movies. I know, but I'm saying like a new, new one. <laughs> eh. That new, new uh, one. If it is nowadays, though, it would be like a crocodile huntress. He's so which, old now, his face looks like leather. <laughs> his face looked like leather in 1985. No, but it's like... <laughs> wow. That's not leather skin. This is leather skin. This is leather skin. Exactly. Oh, wow. And um, how, how about... I got two for you. Ready? Okay. Beetlejuice. Oh, that, be, that might be good. That is one of my all-time favorite movies. Hilarious. Yes, yes. And it, that was 88. In 1987, there was a little movie called Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> they could totally, they left that open for... Yeah. yeah, it's Spaceballs. You could do absolutely anything, and it would be fine. Yeah. You think Mel Brooks would let him do it without him, though? Because he's like 170 years old. Oh no, you'd have he'd have to be there. Mm. He'll show up for five minutes of yogurt. I'm like, I can't do anymore. I'm I'm too tired. <laughs> very I, possible. Uh, <laughs> I recently watched um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's and, such a great. <laughs> gosh, you just forget how funny Mel Brooks is. Yep. All right, back to Bill and Ted. <laughs> Beer on Ted. I like. I liked it. I, I, I don't think it's a good movie. <laughs> if you've seen the other two and you're like, oh, these are fun, it's worth seeing once. It's stupid. Obviously. I mean, I was able to sit through it, and I remember at mm-hmm. the end I was like, I need to watch something to to like regenerate brain cells. <laughs> but the only part of the movie that even made me laugh, and when I saw it, I was just like, <laughs> and it was when. <laughs> At the end, where there's people all popping in and out of time, and you yeah. see the the uh, George Washington's boat on on the Potomac, it's the Potomac, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then Jesus starts walking by on the water, <laughs> and that's when yeah. I, I laughed at that. Oh, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> the the only the only part that made me legitimately like belly laugh was when the killer robot got all awkward, and it's like I'm Dennis K- Dennis Caleb McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dennis. That I got a kick out of that because. Did you the watch? Did I, you... I, I'm a big I'm a big fan. I don't. What's what's the official name for it? Like the uncomfortable, like awkward comedy. I'm a big fan <laughs> yeah. of that. Did you watch yeah. any of Gotham? No, never seen it. Did you? Was Jared, he in Gotham? Adam, he was in Gotham. Yeah. He was the yeah. bald, psychotic dude that worked for Penguin. Victor Zaz. Uh, he played Zaz. Yes. 
Wow. I didn't oh, even yeah. realize it until afterward. I'm looking at it on Plex, and he was listed there as uh, Dennis something whatever. Anthony yeah, Kerrigan. He was, right in, now. he was in Flash as well, apparently. He was the was terrifying he? Zaz, too. Yeah. Zaz was just a creepy dude, man, in Gotham. So it was, it was a shock to me. I was like, wow. He, did he, the, was uh, Kyle, he was Kyle Nimbus, the Mist, in the Flash TV series. Okay. Must have been just a yeah, guest well, role. You know say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Flash series. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler! Uh, Flash. <laughs> hey, yeah. um, I, I will say watch Bill and Ted face the music for Kristen Shaw only. How about that? Yeah, dude. I love her. Wait, which one is she? She's Louise uh, from Bob's Burgers. That's all. Wait, who, who is she in this movie? Oh, she's, she's, um, she's um, the daughter movie. of um, Rufus. She's Rufus's yeah. daughter. Oh, okay. Her name. Her yeah, name I don't remember, but Kelly. <laughs> that that dress was like a lampshade. Um, I just saw a movie that she was in recently with Batista. And I definitely recommend it. My Spy. It's the one where he and the little kid. Yeah, yeah. It it's actually pretty. It's actually written pretty well and funny. It's not. I was dumb. wondering about that because it looks like it could be hilarious, but it also that. looked like one of those movies where every funny moment was shown in the preview. So I I no. avoided it. But I didn't. If you're know saying she it's was like in the movie. It. Yeah, I think you guys would enjoy it. Um, she's very funny. Uh, Batista's just a great actor. Like if you've seen the. If you can see the range that he's been doing lately, it's it's pretty impressive. Well, speaking of his range, you know he threw some serious shade at The Rock in one of his interviews recently. I guess recently, no. like, a, okay, like a year ago. Well, the you know the the interviewer, I'll have to find a link to it, but the interviewer was asking him what he th- thinks about you know like superstars, like wrestling superstars becoming actors, and he's like he said something along the lines of, "I don't consider The Rock to be an actor." <laughs> like no, he's an he's entertaining guy there's no arguing that right oh, he, yeah. he's he's been in many many entertaining movies he's um, a great i actor. just recently recently rewatched that one with him and um where they go to the jungle and he has to find the rich guy's son rich the rundown guy. yeah the rundown oh yeah the rundown oh, such yeah. a great that, movie that, but that yeah so movie. basically in this interview <clears throat> he was saying that he considers himself like a very good actor and want and takes his acting seriously and wants to explore mm-hmm. different roles that he doesn't always just want to be like the meathead action star basically and yeah yeah so that's cool that he's playing a lot of different stuff yeah just if you watch my spy hotel artemis guardians of the galaxy and then this new one which is in my hot news the Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. He's that looks so good. <laughs> oh, just take those four movies and you'll see his acting range. You'll be like, wow. Mm-hmm. Hotel That's Artemis the... was amazing too. That was a sleeper movie. I hadn't heard, no, I didn't hear anything about it. And I, it was you, Adam. You like sent me a text one day and you're like, you should check out this movie. And I was like, whatever. And I did it like that same night because I didn't have anything else going on. That is a freaking good movie. Yeah, it, it's sad that that movie didn't get popular because that's the one <clears throat> where jody foster is the uh doctor for criminals yep yeah, yeah she runs a hotel where criminals yeah, can that was come good and she patches them up and it's like a it's like switzerland you're not allowed to fight or anything while you're there <laughs> hilarity ensues it's like the continental, <laughs> it's like the continental. no business <laughs> can be conducted bit. on the continental grounds oh whenever i think of the continental i think of uh saturday night live yeah. skit Yes. I always think of John Wick as of late, so. <laughs> I've, got, I've got your mail. <laughs> Welcome to the Continental. I thought the little tribute to Rufus was nice. Where they had the little hologram and he said... Uh, travelers uh, or something. Greetings, travelers. Or, you know, something. But then everything after that was a voiceover artist. And really? uh, it wasn't much. It was maybe 10 seconds of audio. But I was like, yeah. what point did he say any of that? And uh turns out they they had just written that little line for a voice actor. And they showed the, 
I, I looked on IMDb, the guy actually did the voice for, for Rufus there after the Greetings Travelers or whatever it was. <laughs> and uh, so, well, that's, that's good. I've, I've never heard anybody do an impression of George Carlin before. Yeah. So it was spot on. That's not an easy one either. <clears throat> no, not at all. No, because he He's had a... that, that raspiness vo- uh, to his voice and yep. very yeah. specific lisp. <clears throat> yes. Okay, I'm, think- I'm thinking back on this movie, and there was another scene that made me chuckle. And that was when they were in couples therapy, and they were having a hard time saying, I love you. They kept saying, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Again, an awkward scene. But yeah, I mean, it, I'm glad I watched it. It was it was cool to see things come around. I will say though that that girl Bridget Lundy, Bridget Lundy Payne, that plays um, Bill's daughter, <laughs> Billy, she freaking nailed like every affectation of that character. It was amazing. Yeah. Like it, it was it was legitimately like watching a female Bill. Yeah. And conversely, Samara Weaving for all of her hotness, and again, super hot comes from the same part of Australia that uh, Margot Robbie does, so I think I know where I'm moving to. But anyway, <laughs> she was just kind of there. It's like, every is... scene, it was she was just, I don't know. And she's yeah. done some really good stuff in her acting career, but she just, is I don't she? know, next next to this Bridget girl, she was just very much, just seemed like an afterthought. It was bizarre. I don't know what I've seen that they either one of them was in. <clears throat> Samara Weaving was in that. I don't know if you've ever seen it. If you haven't, you should definitely see it. Uh, it's a Daniel Radcliffe movie called Guns Akimbo. Hmm. Daniel Radcliffe again? <laughs> Dude, he's he's done some very dark films, like he trying has. trying to shed the whole he Harry has. Potter persona. I'm like, dude, you just and they're they're good. He is a <laughs> phenomenal actor. He really is. But I don't yeah. want to die, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be. Rob Nobby, 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 Nobby the Dobby, Dobby the Nobby, Dobby. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was it was cool to see. We'll never ever probably ever watch it again. Um, no, no, definitely not. I, I think that you know the cool thing is looking at these two sequels though is you know as a kid that grew up in the eighties it's like all right that's awesome that they did that but at the same time it's like this really is a tale of two sequels like. <laughs> what works and what doesn't. Yeah. No, you're not wrong there. <laughs> Make seven up yours, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So Jared thinks the movie is lame. <laughs> was that you or the sound bite? I can never tell. <laughs> that was the sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> to which I followed up by meh. <laughs> lame. I mean, I... I sat down and watched it having not watched the first ones beforehand. So like I hadn't refreshed myself on, right on the originals. I did not either. Which actually messed me up because I'd never seen the second one. So like they pull death out and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And what the hell is he doing here? (laughs) Um, So I had to go back and watch the first two. He does crack me up. That German accent. Yeah. I, like, so, of course, ger- death has a German accent. Why not? <laughs> I really like the second movie just for him because yes, the second movie wasn't. It was ridiculous for ridiculous sake, but it was still funny because of the things they did in it. You're um, time traveling through a phone booth. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I mean like 1980s LA trashy phone booth. It's a bit of an homage to Doctor Who. Yeah, it is, but it's still ridiculously stupid. Yeah, <laughs> in Doctor Who, it is an actual time machine, and it's just disguised to look like right. something. <laughs> yeah, in Bill and Ted, it is a phone booth. It is a phone booth. <laughs> it and is. It comes stupid. through a giant portal in the sky. <laughs> Sometimes I, you just want stupid, you know. Hello. I actually liked the 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 we don't know how to write this song, and the it ended up not even being their song. Yeah, that was cool. The mm-hmm. with it being their kids kids' song. I was like Which that's... is amazing because before this movie came out, I remember we were talking about this in the Jasp chat and Adam called that. He straight up said it's going to be the daughters that end up saving the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's just predictable writing. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's good. 
Yeah, I mean, I you could see it coming, but it was still kind of cool that that's the way they went with it. Because mm-hmm. oh, it is, it makes it more interesting. But it basically, the that being the case makes the the like other seventy five percent of the movie pointless. <laughs> yeah, basically. Hey, let's go to this time period. Let's, find this let's waste all this time traveling through time only for it not to have anything to do with us. <laughs> let's have old busted versions of ourselves yelling at ourselves. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's yes. great. <laughs> Yeah, the prison Bill and Ted were pretty funny, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So. <laughs> but basically, yeah, see it once, watch it, watch the other, the original two as well, and then put them on the shelf. Yeah. It's like it's good to know there's a nice, you know, healthy steroid market in prison. Get a, get a get a friend with a Plex server, and you won't have to worry about wasting money. Exactly. Coffin. Who did it? Adam pulled a soundboard. Are you still watching my screen? No, no. I could just, just tell where the sound came from. It almost that almost sounded like the coughing sound effect from uh, Ferris Bueller's keyboard. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Adam's like, what? oh no, now I gotta find this. <laughs> Adam's making a list. <laughs> Hello. So, Bill and Ted 3 was okay. Generally a stinker, but had some funny parts. It was, it was totally a stinker that just had a couple laughs. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't think they meant it to be anything but that, which is refreshing, right? right? Because you can absolutely tell the difference between a movie that they're like, look, this is for the fans. It's a stinker. Right. We're going to make you laugh a couple of times. Yeah. Versus movies where like this is a serious project, yeah. guys. There like, was no other can... there was no other way to make a Bill and Ted movie <laughs> than that. Exactly. <laughs> if yeah. they had tried to make it a serious movie, it would have just been like, "No, nah, I'm turning this off and 15 minutes in. Now I'm done." Yeah. I will say exactly. I will say one thing sure. that I think is hilarious about the fact that they did this. That was the original Bill and Ted's were almost what killed Keanu Reeves' career. <laughs> Originally, because yeah. it stereotyped him, right? Yeah, into that, into in that, whoa, dude. Yeah, and now look at how big he is. Look at what he, what he's acting in. And it, I honestly think that he literally, like, because I'm pretty sure he was involved with even the, the concept of doing this remake yeah, right. or this, <clears throat> the sequel. And I, and honestly, I feel like it's him going. I can still do this and it won't affect me anymore. Right, he doesn't take <laughs> he doesn't take himself so seriously that he can't do something like this. Yeah, which is why I think I I honestly <clears throat> liked it for the fact that he even agreed to do it. Cuz he's, he's yeah. He's pretty much the only one of the only decent like genuinely decent good people in Hollywood. Yes. Like you can go online and read about the mythos of of him and it's just like yeah, it's hard separating fact from fiction. He's like he is legitimately like the nice guy, Keanu Reeves. Like mm-hmm. the 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 typical or the uh, best example of that. <clears throat> I mean, you obviously you hear about him giving to these charities and things, and he doesn't make any you know bones about it. He doesn't 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 say, "Hey, look what I gave to so and so." The the best example of who he is as a person I saw is a picture of him on a subway i think in new york and he gave up his seat for an old lady and he's just looking right at the person who's taking the picture like what you know <laughs> yeah oh, I, now, I was like discord is let's, gone <laughs> let's let's talk about, about a properly done sequel now <laughs> yes and before which, we get too far which, into it i want to say yeah. there was a line in this movie that just completely uh in, encompassed what we're trying to talk about here and it, he was made a joke it was the new prince he said back in america we got superhero movies we got 30 year sequels nobody ever asked for <laughs> <laughs> yes that's right yep and they both do do the fourth wall break and look at the camera yeah and they look at the camera they're just like hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so something i want to say about this movie and it's it's a conversation that i had on the side with adam like right after i watched it so i had little to no expectation about this movie right like i i was just i knew it was going to have funny moments and that's it um and i really think that all modern cinema even if it's something that's built up even if it's coming from marvel or or you know star wars or anything like that i I think i'm just going to start watching everything with little to no expectation because it seems (laughs) to help it really does it does 
It does. Uh, almost every movie I've seen re recently, I'm like, yeah, pretty good. Because just whatever. I think it's, I've just kind of defaulted. I've kind of defaulted to that on my own without even realizing it. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie delivered. I this movie, even if I had expectations, it would have met and and possibly surpassed them. I was not. I I was amazed by how well this movie was. The the pacing of it, the writing, the acting, yeah. the fact that they brought back all the older characters mm -hmm. that Arsenio and uh, uh, Eddie did, and, and then they added that Angel new Jones. one, the guy that was gonna like give him the bris. <laughs> Yeah, James Earl Jones, man. I was shocked he was in it. Yeah, how old is he now? Oh man, uh, he's got to be eighty-three. He was born in nineteen thirty-one, January seventeenth, nineteen thirty-one. So he was born in Zamunda. So he's ninety. He's ninety this right? year. Wow. Goodness gracious, that's crazy. <clears throat> Dude. I, I watched both of them back to back because it had been years since I saw the really? first one. And uh, I just, <laughs> I remember the scene where uh, in the first one, he's he's been introduced to his wife to be, and he's like, can I take you, can I talk to you for a minute? And he takes her to that little ante room uh, and uh, he tells her to bark like a dog and hop on one foot and all this stuff. And it was hilarious when she made her appearance in this movie, she was still doing it because they never told her to stop. Yes, yep. that was really well done. And then when he's in there still talking to her and the king comes in and just James Earl Jones, man, his presence, like uh, his voice, the voice is just, ah, you're just gotten together. I see you are getting along. <laughs> and uh, and then the, the little dude sticks his head in and he goes, oh, the people, the guests are waiting. He goes, let them let wait. Them <laughs> <laughs> to my son. Yes. <laughs> Just that booming voice of his. I was like, that's hilarious. It's like in Sneakers, not to get off track here, but when, when he's 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 the, the FBI guy or the CIA guy or whatever he was, and he's finally caught them, and he's and they're making, um, they're telling him what, what they want. He's like, everybody gets one thing that they want. And uh, somebody, somebody asks him something, and he goes, no! <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Dan Ackward was asking for a Winnebago, that's... and then uh, he was asking for a date with uh, or what's um, Joaquin Phoenix's younger brother, River, River Phoenix. Yeah, he asked for uh, the the female agent. Yeah, older, but gosh, yeah, he died forever ago. Yep. He asked for the female agent's uh, phone number, and then <laughs> one yeah. like, oh, "Come on, the." Uh, the CIA gave him twins. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was happy. I, to, I was happy Patrick. to see Tracy Morgan uh, cast in this film too. It's good to see him doing stuff again because you know he yeah, had that yeah. horrible, horrible accident oh, yeah. a couple of years back. Yeah, he seemed he seemed fine. Yep. And yeah, Leslie Jones is friggin' hilarious. I don't <sighs> I don't watch much Saturday Night Live because they pick from the low hanging fruit most of these days with the political shit, but she's hilarious and when i saw her that she was going to be in this movie i knew it was going to be pretty funny that, that's funny just a because whole cast of funny people i was just about to say i wish somebody had warned me that she was going to be in this movie because i hated you, every single part oh of you do yeah you, you don't like I can't her stand her <laughs> Neither she's the second not. least funniest person to come out of snl than jimmy fallon really oh i can't i can't take her jimmy that's fallon funny. is a thousand times funnier than she is and he's not funny <laughs> so so her so her unfortunately just like the the chick that was in wonder woman 84 yeah those two are both tainted with the the stink of ghostbusters <laughs> i can't take any of them seriously i don't like their i don't like their comedy they're not funny to me ghost so. taint that'd be a good band name Ghost Ghost <laughs> and then, uh, one of the Ghost daughters tank. in this movie is actually Eddie Murphy's real daughter. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? I didn't Which know one? That. Yeah, the girl Oma, the the uh, uh, yeah, she, yeah, the middle-aged one, the one with the glasses. Oma. Yes, okay. the smart one. That's Bella nice. Murphy. Cool. The, whoever played the oldest daughter, I was like, holy crap! <laughs> Tay Tayana Taylor. She hot. 
She is extremely mm. hot. The, the good thing about what's her name being in the movie is that she really wasn't in it that much. No. I I've um I'm a big fan of coming to America, so my wife had yeah. never seen it, so I'm like, okay, the sequel's coming out. I'm gonna watch it. You can watch it with me, but you got to see the first one first. Okay. <laughs> so we watched it one night, but she thought it was hilarious. Rated R, by the way. Very different movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, and that was the only thing I was slightly worried about with this. I'm like, okay, this is going to be PG-13. Are they going to have extremely lame humor because they can't, you know, do yeah, all the, the fun? The first things. one was only rated R because of language and nudity. Uh, yeah, and then the second one only had language. Ten seconds. Right. And... I mean, they they said the f bomb a lot, but it was yeah. pretty funny every time. I mean, Nick Fury is in the first movie, Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which I did not Rob, remember because he Rob was basically a nobody then. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what he'd been in up to that point. Not a whole lot, if no. anything. But I like when they they uh, talked about him in the sequel movie. They said he was a bug eyed ro- uh, robber or something. <laughs> he was. <laughs> He certainly will. Good morning, my favorite! Yes! You don't! That is a great scene. <clears throat> and then when he when he has his date with her and he's singing all the way back to the apartment and people are just screaming at him to shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That is awesome. Let's see. Let's look at Samuel L. Jackson's acting filmography because coming to america came out in 1989 right so let's see what he had before that tv series tv movie tv series tv movie (laughs) yeah he was just getting started off for sure so he must have met eddie somewhere along the line and well eddie murphy's given a start to a lot of people man right you know dave Chappelle. if you go back and watch the nutty professor hmm the uh, the the black comic in the comic the comedian club that makes fun of him when he's fat and he goes back and he completely yeah. thrashes him. That's that's yeah. a young Dave Chappelle. Wasn't he called Reggie or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Reggie. <laughs> Reggie, <laughs> you're so fat. All right. So one thing that made the first movie really cool is that Eddie and Arsenio both play so many different characters. Right. Yep. And they do it so well. What did you guys think about like? Just about all of them coming back. <laughs> oh, it was great. I, I think it was. I love that they all came back and that none of them had a. It was just like yeah. they had time traveled. I loved it. I <laughs> Except for the one, the the three barbers, the little one who sat in the corner, like and he was the only one who liked uh, the the lounge singer that Eddie Murphy played. He's good. He's good. That boy good. That boy can sing, right? Yeah, that dude is. <laughs> He was he had aged quite a bit, you could tell. And the dude who played Oma, was it Oma or Omar? The the uh the the that guy. Oh yes. Oha. Um, Oha? Oh yeah. Yeah. Paul Paul Bates. Yeah. He had yeah, he aged, aged to where he couldn't he couldn't sing the falsetto anymore, so they dubbed it, but it was still funny. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't realize they dubbed that. They do such a good job of oh, actually yeah. Piecing in the other yeah. voice, my wife had to tell me who was actually singing it, and I'm like, "Oh, I was like, I just kind of thought that he was able to do it. <laughs> that would be something." It's like that's kind of cool, dude. Of, of, of the countless funny moments in the first one, you're talking about these side characters. The countless funny moments in the first one, one of the ones that just sends me over the edge. Like I, I just. I get tears rolling down my face laughing as when they're in that hall watching him and the offering plate comes by and he puts his chicken bone in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know why, dude, but that just so, kills uh, me every single time. I don't He's know like, if it's money. I thought it was trash. I thought it was trash. I believe that character's name is Morris and you watch in both movies he's eating in every scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's always eating something. He was like, what? I was trying. I don't know. And he, he played the... Uh, the uh, Creepy minister, also. Yeah, Reverend Brown was, was Morris and Reverend Brown. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Eddie was. And oh, Eddie Randy Murphy Watson. is Clarence and Saul and Randy Watson. And he was also the old Jewish guy too. Yeah, the yeah. Old big guy. Yeah. But they never the credited him for that. I, like, nope. 
when they when the when the first movie starts signing off, you see Eddie Murphy as this guy, Eddie Murphy as this guy, Arsenio Hall as this guy, and then they show the old Jewish man, but there's no name. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, that's Eddie Murphy. I can tell, but he does such a good job with that role that unless you just close your eyes and listen to his voice, then you that's the only way you can tell it's him. Yep. I love it when he does. So I was amazed. It, it still amazes me looking at Saul in the movie, the old Jewish guy, and you're okay. like, holy crap, I can't believe that's Eddie Murphy. Hmm. It's so freaking hilarious. If the man wants to call himself Muhammad Ali, goddammit, it's a free country. <laughs> <laughs> His name oh, is Muhammad. I saw Eddie Murphy on, I think it was Comedians in Cars Drinking Coffee, which hmm. is um, Jerry Seinfeld's right. show. Yeah. And he did that voice. While he was sitting, and it was it was just mind bending to just watch him do it with his own face. And you were like, that wow. I used to watch that show a lot. That's hilarious. It's, so he's, he's still making it then, huh? Super, super talented yeah, guy. Nice. And I'm glad I'm glad he came back. Like I I didn't realize why he had left for so long, but apparently it's just he wanted to raise a family and have like a normal life, so he ducked out of Hollywood mm-hmm. for twenty years. But I was always kind of yeah. heartbroken after all the amazing things that Eddie Murphy had done. I was thinking, mm-hmm. what a freaking shame that he's always going to be remembered as a talking donkey now. But so I'm, I'm really glad that he's come back. <laughs> I yeah, love the hopefully. Professor movies. Ugh, I hated those things. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're they're fine. It's just I'm I I grew up with you know this and trading spaces and you know yeah. just really good humor and comedy from him. And it's like, man. I wish he could go back to doing that kind of stuff today, but I'm sure he doesn't even want to just because he doesn't want to see his kids. Have it. I don't know. He's got a bajillion dollars. That. Doesn't, it also probably wouldn't fly to. as much. You're going to have so much flack from Hollywood. Everyone going, yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, there's a reason this movie came out on Amazon Prime and not, you know, big theatrical release other than yeah. the pandemic and whatnot. Well, I mean, here's the jokes on them, right? Like Amazon Prime... Disney Plus, Netflix—they're making more money than oh, yeah. any of any, any of the Hollywood studios nowadays, mm-hmm. and theaters are dying. So, yeah, which is sad. Second, I still like to go to theaters. Part kills me. The second part kills me, but yeah, I still like to go to theaters. Well, we saw the King uh, Kong versus Godzilla movie in the theater. I wouldn't see that anywhere else. If I saw that at home, it wouldn't be the same experience. No, I'm not going to go watch like the English Patient. In the theater, <laughs> where I'm the sure hell did you pull that out? Of? I don't know. I'm like, sure it's a fine movie, animal, but it's not the type of movie. Your brain had that keyed up. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that sounded dangerous. What was that? Not me. Well, that Adam's was my system computer. just crashing. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Are we still <laughs> recording? Yeah, yeah, everything's still good. All right, good. So, thinking of Eddie Murphy, that just reminded me of a movie that they that I would think would make an interesting sequel. 30-year sequel. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. No, I knew you were going to say that. There's already three of them. I would love, I know, but it would be so fun to see him play Axel again. It would. I would love to see that come back around. They won't do it because of, you know, all the anti-cop shit in our society nowadays, but... Yeah, you can't have a black cop (laughs) who is, you know, super smart and super cool. It's it's Serge, not Serge. Serge. You say it like a dish soap. Serge, why you say it like this? It is Serge. <laughs> and that's next on my list to get my wife one of the greatest it. movie Thank themes ever written what's next on your list <laughs> this is one of those rare examples where they wrote a movie for the movie or wrote a song for the movie and it became a pop culture a pop music hit it's called the art of noise isn't it axel f by harold faltemeyer <laughs> Uh, Art of Noise. Um, I forget what movie that was in. Uh, oh, I know that. I know that. See, I always thought the Axel Foley theme was called Art of Noise. Uh-uh. It was like the official name of it. It's called Axel F. Max Headroom? It might have been. I haven't seen that in forever, too. How about a new Max Headroom movie? <laughs> Matt Frewer's still alive. No, <laughs> Yeah. Dreaming? <laughs> he he was in uh, Eureka. I think that's the last thing I've seen him in. Yeah, yeah, he was in that. 
And he was yeah. Trash Can Man in the stand, but that was in 94. Oh my. Yes. Bumpity bump, bumpity bump, bumpity bump, bumpity bump. My bump. life for you. My life for you. I still haven't watched yeah. I asked. I asked you to get that uh, new miniseries of The Stand, Jared, and I still haven't watched it yet because I'm. It's good. It Your is. I'm, be I'm just. The Stand yeah. is one of my favorite stories. Um, that one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. It's 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 got everything. Um, so um, I think we talked about it briefly on an old on a, another episode, but um, <clears throat> Stephen King apparently wrote an epilogue for that book mm-hmm. of like what happens after the everything goes down in Vegas, and uh, they actually put that in the new miniseries that's at the end. Oh, nice! Yeah, I'll have to check it out so. then for sure. So Heck the, yeah, the show is based on the book. There was back yeah. in the '90s. There was a miniseries, six one. It was like six hours long. Yeah. Six one-hour uh, episodes. They did on the book The Stand by Stephen King, and they just recent CBS just recently did another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So it's like Sam and Buck. It's like what? Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier, six right. part. Movie Which I can't right. wait to talk about that, man. Yes. Uh, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, like, I'm watching it. I'm watching it every week. Like WandaVision what? Wanda who? <laughs> <laughs> Wanda what? What about right now? Exactly. Wanda who? <laughs> speaking of speaking of speaking of Hollywood kids, so Bella Murphy is the the daughter of Eddie Murphy was in uh, Coming to America too. Mm-hmm. That that new Cap. This is not any kind of spoilers, but the. Because he's he's on the freaking posters and everything. Right, he's the Kurt guy Russell that and the guy that plays. Yeah. He's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Yep. The yeah. the whiny dude from the boys is Dennis Quaid and um, Meg Ryan's son. The whiny dude. Yeah, who's the whiny dude? The the oh, main the guy main, whose girlfriend got killed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, I didn't um, know that. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Oh. yeah, he's Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son. Wow. It's like. Everywhere wow. you turn around now, it's like somebody's kid is famous. That's but funny. Then again, that... you know, I mean, if, if if I had the keys to the Hollywood kingdom, I, I I would probably give them to my child too. I mean, I can't really hmm. judge them for that. You say he's Dennis Quaid's kid. Yeah, he's he's the yeah, kid if, of Dennis Dennis Quaid. I, I can kind of see that now. I picture him in my head. I can kind of see that, but I never would have made that that. I mean, he, he ain't Randy Quaid's son. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, boys. I'm back. <laughs> I'm yours. Uh, he's he's apparently gone. Yeah, off he's the a little batshit crazy. He's gone through the way of the bat crap. Speaking of that, I never did watch that. Speaking of Independence Day, I never did watch that sequel or whatever it was that came out several years ago i never saw it am, am i missing anything not really okay. wait wait, wait. <laughs> there was a sequel to independence day yeah yes well i have uh and I they took everything up. good about independence day and made it uh not so good they tried okay, so basically so we were talking reality adam there is no there is no sequel to independence day because i'm not going to waste my time so we were talking about them trying to take a movie and make a serious sequel of it they kind of tried to do that with this but there's no will smith jeff goldblum is in it and they don't use a macintosh to save the world well and they take (laughs) they take everything patriotic about the first movie and took it out and took it out and made it political in the second movie of course they did like even like like the like oh. uh the president from the first one's in it and there's a section where Oh Pullman. Yeah, where yeah. he where Uh-oh. he starts to where he starts like he was gonna give another speech and they make it a horrible and it's not even really a speech at no. that point, but it, they basically just blow it completely up. Like it just it's a completely screwed up line mm. that makes no sense and it doesn't make the movie any better, and I'm like you yes. could have done oh. so much better with this movie. Yeah, they tried to yeah, that... to capture the when he made the big speech on the back of that truck in the first movie, and they tried to do that again, and it just fell on his face. <sighs> yeah. so, that movie that came is... out in 1996, the first one. Right. 2016. The second one, the 2000... second one was maybe 19... seven years ago, something like that. 2016. 
2016, yeah, you say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's on Plex if you ever get an ankling. <laughs> no, I, you've already. That, yeah, I've I've heard enough. <laughs> I was actually I was a little worried in uh, coming to America too that they were going to start going that route. The way they just kept talking about, uh, you know, all the typical um, subjects of identity politics and whatnot. Uh, but they ended up kind of making fun of it a little bit. And then well, they I mean, just left that, it alone and they didn't Murphy, go back to it. That's, so. Eddie, Eddie Murphy is an old school comedian and yeah. apparently remembers that it's a comedian's job to poke fun at this shit. Right. Everything, yes. And thank yeah. God there are comedians that are still out there that understand that concept. Bill Burr. Oh, freaking I freaking love, love Bill man. Burr. Huh? <laughs> I said I absolutely love that man. Uh, yeah. Much as any straight man could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr's great. Um, Anything else for coming to America and Bill and Ted's craptastic adventure? I liked how they... Okay, here's one thing I don't understand. And I know it's it's just the silly part of the movie. There's a crap load of people in... What, whatever the... What's the country's name that he's, that he's king of? The Munda. Jamunda? Zamunda? The yes. Munda. So there's a whole bunch of people. They apparently live very well because they dress very well. But when you see the picture of the palace, it's surrounded by trees. There's nothing else there. So do these people have really nice, very small huts? Or do they all live in the palace too? <laughs> they they live on funny. the other actually, side of the camera. Go ahead, Adam. Sorry. They live on the other side of the camera. Oh, you can't see it. So the camera is like their view when they're traveling to the palace. <laughs> yes, and Munda is right next to Wakanda. So. Exactly. That's what uh, I was about okay. to say. It's, it's funny you mentioned that. Suburbs. For, for all of Hollywood's wokeness, it fails to realize that the, the continue, what's actually being referred to as the Wakandanization of Africa, which hmm. is, you know, has countless different peoples of different countries in it. And classes. But yeah. How how fucking offensive that is, but everything else is offensive except for that, right? Yeah. So it's hilarious. Well, this is the Africa we dream of having. Yeah, but you do nothing to help it. So. Mm. Good. Dose of reality. So who? We're you're all. We're not going to talk about it now. I'm just curious. Is like these? I I really feel like I'm glad that these shows are coming out weekly. I really am. Like. I think it adds so much to it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm always a proponent of the uh, the water cooler style show where you get the week to think about it before you see the next one. Is that our is that our age or is that like? No, just... I think it's just the style of show. Like, you it's, know, it's it, not it, our age because it, it, my parents have yeah. been watching these shows, love them, and yeah. no, it's just my who are like 20 have been watching them and love them this way so right. okay. it's not the story it's the way I, I, show I've always wondered that if that's just like a byproduct of our age of having like episodic weeklies um because well, i i mean i i love the ability to binge but i hate binging mm. even if it's a really good show i think it yeah it it yeah. takes something away it's it's exhausting we're definitely yeah. more used to that format than i think yeah. younger people might be because I mean, that's all we had, had growing up yeah. Especially yeah. dealing with this this new show. I'm not gonna go into it too much, but there's there's a lot to freaking digest. Mm -hmm. Like Yeah. No, I mean I'm gonna Sam and Buck, um Mandalorian, um WandaVision. I I think all of those shows would not be as good if they were bingeable. Yeah. All Agreed. Agreed. And I know yes. I wouldn't enjoy them as much. It'd just be like, okay. By the end, you'd just it's, be like, "Is this over yet?" Because it's yeah, it's it's, it's exhausting. Hours. It would be exhausting. Uh, now, funny. like Cobra Kai, I think that's when you can sit down and just binge watch because they're short episodes, and yeah. it's a typical, you know, made for that type of consumption show where you can you get the whole story of a season in a day, it's, or two. It's like Big Bang doing... Theory and Young Sheldon. You can binge those pretty easily yeah. because of the time frame. I think I'd I don't shoot think myself if I had I don't to think binge. There's ever been a character that I wanted to punch in the face more than Sheldon. I know. Sheldon <laughs> is one of those that they. It's so hard to get him right because 
there's this very fine line where if, if it's not enough Sheldon, you're kind of like, okay, well, this was a decent episode. If it's just the right amount of Sheldon, you're like, that was great. And if it's too much Sheldon, you want to go to Los Angeles and murder him personally. So. <laughs> Even 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 the same thing happens in the in the young version, and it's I have a show entirely about him. I, I I have no desire to watch the young version. I was going to say I don't know how you watch that, Jared. Uh, it's thirty minutes. I mean, it doesn't take that long to watch. It's a child acting like Sheldon when he's twenty four years old, and yet that is far more stomachable than him. Stomachable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, can, I can take that I can take that kid really intelligent people. <laughs> I can take that kid being an arrogant prick more than I can take the guy who played Sheldon being an arrogant prick. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, well, your first inkling for the child is not to punch him in the throat and you're just like I think, Oh, he needs to learn a lesson or two and he'll be better. But then I you think, remember I think he does the reason that I really hate the character of Sheldon though mm-hmm. is because I've I've watched maybe two or three episodes of that show um so i don't really like my dislike of the character is when that show was huge i was still on facebook and then like i had all i I would see all these people in my periphery (laughs) with these public profiles and stuff that are like trying to act all super intelligent like a bunch of sheldons and i'm like i know Uh. you in real life and you're a you're like right around the corner from being (laughs) like just stop Speaking of 30-year sequels and shows, when I was thumbing what? through Disney Plus the other day, there's apparently a Mighty Ducks show where they bring Emilio Estevez back. Oh, boy. Have you guys have you guys heard of this? I know. I don't know um, if it's actually out yet. I know they're, they're it, I know they were doing it, but I didn't know it was out. So I have a four-year-old, and we mm-hmm. have watched all the Mighty Ducks movies recently because mm-hmm. I watched it when I grew up. And I was like, hey, there's a new show. I thought it was a new movie, honestly. I turned it on. Oh, yeah. it's a show. And it drops every Friday with Cat and Buck. So, yeah, we've been watching it. Oh, cool. Is it good? Uh, it's on the same line of the movies. You know, it's it's for yeah. kids. And it, mm-hmm. it's actually done pretty well um, for being a 30-year <laughs> sequel. So, yeah, it actually goes into our conversation here. Um, That's cool. We'll see. It's not done yet, but, yeah. It's so is, cool. is Emilio just a, a little, like, head nod bit part, or is he, like, in it? No, he's in it, and he is um, just frightening. Like he reminds me so much of his father now. Hmm. It is, oh, wow. it is weird. He looks like him. He sounds like him, and you know he never really did. It was always Charlie Sheen that was kind of yeah, looked and sounded a lot more like um, yeah um, Martin Sheen. So I'm like um, yeah. Now he looks and sounds just like him. It is really wow. weird. That's bizarre. Yeah. There was another uh movie with a new Oops. with a an old movie with a new sequel. I watched it. It's on my Plex or I don't know if anybody else watched it. But they what? did they did the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Awesome. Oh yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Which was basically the same like 20 30 year sequel type of thing and they even make Not fun of the so fact long, but yeah they even make fun of the fact fact of it too just like coming to america yeah. did yeah. um i will say cuz we were talking about actors and their kids when did Clark kevin smith's daughter looks Harley like Quinn. jay doesn't yeah. look like him at all <laughs> because she's yeah. the do- well she- they are hetero life mates <laughs> exactly oh, no. i didn't realize yeah. that because they had a, like Jay ends up with a kid in this movie and it's Kevin Smith's daughter and I'm like how the hell is that his they daughter? They probably did some makeup or something to her. No, no, she she doesn't look like Kevin Smith at all. Yeah. Her name her, her real name is Harley Quinn Smith, which mm-hmm. is Yeah, I know awesome. that, yeah. Clerks, I was like Clerks came out in 94, so And then Clerks 2 was 2016-ish or so. I just recently rewatched Clerks like when I say rewatched it, I mean I, I had it playing on my computer beside me while I was working the other day. Clerks. There's so many, so many great lines. Oh, 1994 yeah. and 2006 were okay. the two Clerks movies. Yeah, because I just actually got Clerks. I had Clerks too, but I didn't have Clerks. Yeah. So I got both of them. I ended up having to get the other one. Speaking Please. of movies 
I still don't see that you've gotten trading places on it. And trading... Adam and I have been begging you for that one. Trading what? Trading places. Oh. Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. Alright, let me see if I can find um, it. So, um, <clears throat> I have to bring this up. Trading places. You saw the two guys from Trading Places in this movie, right? Or in the first movie, yep. right? In the first Coming to America, yep. Dan Aykroyd yeah. was in it? No, no. no, the two the, old the, guys. Mortimer and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Amici yes. and the other guy. I can't remember the other guy's name. Yeah, but yeah. Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Waldorf and Mortimer. That's it. Yeah. God, Don Amici was old then. My goodness. That was a great yeah. crossover. Well, he wasn't... A, they weren't coming to America. Coming to America. They were just no, coming to America. They're, I'm yeah. sure Don Amici died uh, many years ago, but... Okay, it's cute. Okay, thank you. Cool. Yeah, hmm. Trading Place is a fantastic movie. It's hilarious. Hmm. It's well written. It's got a great plot. Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, and Jamie Lee Curtis's tits. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you you said it's a great movie. I'm like, well, it has Dan Aykroyd in it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have not ever seen a Dan Aykroyd movie that was bad. I just saw. I Wait, see. when I know they pushed it back. When is the new Ghostbusters coming out? Oh god. For the sequel. Uh, I don't think any. That's not soon that's, enough. That's that's fallen into the black hole that uh Black Widow has fallen into. Really? It's just not happening. They don't they, don't they push that to, back to again too. On, they don't want to put it on a service, so they're waiting. Because mm -hmm. they want to obviously get much money on there. Which is odd because Black Widow is uh, a Disney movie, basically. Well, according well, look to how much wiki, look how much flack they got for charging thirty dollars for that crazy craptastic oh, uh, um, Mulan. Mulan. They're, they're still doing it. There's one on there yeah. now called uh, Raya or something. Because I know because my daughter wants to watch it. And I'm like, no, it'll be free in two months. We'll watch yeah. it then. <laughs> and so, Black Widow is going to be on Disney Plus and in the theaters. So, okay, I'm going to see it in the theater. Says November 11th. Now. For Ghostbusters. Okay. That's actually well, good timing. Yeah. Yeah, it's right on the heels of Halloween. Too bad they couldn't do it before, but oh, so I saw a uh, a rumor of a role that Jamie Lee Curtis might be playing in the future, and I thought oh, so I had to just look it up because I couldn't remember it. It was Granny Goodness. Granny Goodness. The uh the right oh. hand of uh for um, Dark Side. Darkseid, and I thought, no shit. I mean, you well. see her in the the Snyder cut, but it's far away, so you can't like tell who the actress is. But oh, she's CGI. She's not even real. Oh, yeah. So you could easily just put yeah. any actor, anybody in there. That would be cool. Oh man, she's got the short hair, and she can be evil. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, just that watch that never gonna happen anyway. What? Just watch the new Halloween movie with her in it. She can be even. There's a new one? The newest one. Which was actually another one of those, hey, we did this 30, movie like... 30 years ago? Like almost a 20, 30 years I remember sequel. Halloween H2O because it was oh, the God, 20th was anniversary horrible. and I was just like, oh, this is God, a horrible movie. <laughs> that's, like Jason, that's like Jason Takes Manhattan when they rebooted Jason. Or the one with Jason in space. <laughs> Jason X. Yeah. Oh, Jason God. X. Yeah. <laughs> Yelp. Jason in space is on the bat so bad it's good level. It's Bill and Ted level. Like it's so bad. <laughs> yes. The, now the Freddy versus Jason. I thought that was a good representation of both characters. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you had Robert England playing Freddy again, and I think that's the last time he played Freddy. Um, yeah, but he... then the actor who played Jason was not Kane Hodder. It was uh, some other dude that's like seven feet tall. So. Ron Jacobs. Nope. Oh, that's Ron, that's Ron called Jared. see no evil. <laughs> that was I saw that in the theaters. Name? Right now. No, he's a he's a younger guy. I can't remember his name. Bob. <clears throat> Crazy. This is the guy who plays Chewbacca now? <laughs> he's a Might basketball be. player. Come on. Adam's trying to get all his soundboard sounds in. <laughs> Yeah, he's been really good with it this time. I'm, I was expecting way more. It's, maybe he's just got like a whole... He's not playing outro music. It's just going to be like all the buttons. <laughs> well, I also have to fix something yeah. with the channel that he's on. 
I'm going to take a shower. You're a handsome man. <laughs> All right, I got to run, guys. So I hope you have a great one. Bye. Okay. All right, so Later. I can stop this, I guess, and you'll just add in an outro. I'll do it right now. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Make seven up yours, Jared. <laughs>